TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? Everybody, welcome to episode 129 of the Top of the Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Truck Stop Blowjob. (laughs) (laughs) That's Kalen. (laughs) (laughs) And boy, howdy, has it been a week. So it's been a week. Um, <laughs> I'm not on it today. <laughs> I feel like I have absolutely no idea what has happened this week because I've been in like a major depression funk for the past few weeks. And feel you, brother. Found it. Let me, let me catch you up to speed then. Rook's got a truck stop blowjob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It was well. It was at a Loves. Does that count? Is that a truck stop or is that <laughs> yeah. just a uh, commercial gas station? So is a truck stop blowjob where like you just uh, pour cheap chili and uh, nacho cheese over the the dick beforehand, or you're overcomplicating this? It's literally just a blowjob at a truck stop. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Don't get bougie with it. You, you, like you, you, you put the cock on a roller floor. grill first, uh, and, you, and you have to use Denison's or Wolf chili. And only the finest cold cheese that you can find. Mm. And then you put it on a hot dog and you eat it, and then you get a blowjob. <laughs> I know why I tour, why I tour so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then you stops. get a blowjob? Like, you're not getting yeah. a blowjob while eating it? I mean, you could also be giving a blowjob while eating a chili dog. Yeah, like this. I, I, w- I wouldn't recommend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the, those foot-long Coney Islands from Sonic aren't kidding around. <laughs> you just have to master the art of only chewing on one half of your mouth. <laughs> well, yeah, don't don't act, don't mix it up and accidentally chew. <laughs> it's like when you throw away something that you meant to hold on to, and you because you. Have- <laughs> yes, ex- exactly like that. Except mm-hmm. more cock death. <laughs> Speaking of truck stop blowjobs, yes, Tyler will I not almost be here got a today. spit take. <laughs> Damn it! Cock death. Yeah, uh, death. <laughs> Tyler could not be here today. Uh, he has assured us it is the last time that he is uh, going to miss the podcast ever in the history of ever. So that's because yeah. he will no longer be part of the podcast. So we can't miss it. <laughs> that's, that's up until his local truck stop needs him to service the glory holes again. And then we'll miss him. Yeah. That's what the PS five actually is. It's a pull in and suck in five guys. <laughs> Wait, so that's a, a stretch. Five. That's a stretch. <laughs> so, but what if they have a peanut allergy? <laughs> Good one. More. Five guys meta humor. Oh, yeah, yeah, because all the peanuts and things. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see. I understand now. I get it. I get it. I left on the inside. I promise. So what happened this week? <laughs> so, um, 
I was very surprised to see that one of the Kickstarters that I uh, kickstarted, a Metroidvania that uh, I think um, we would all enjoy, called The Last Faith. I've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, it's like a Bloodborne Metroidvania-esque uh, kind of thing. Very pretty pixel graphics. Um, that I hope you play George Michael in it. That... Um, is not slated for release for quite some time. Like it's delivery date is a ways off. And as with literally every single game that has ever graced Kickstarter, it's not going to meet that delivery date. Uh, So I was surprised to learn that the prototype was available for Kickstarter backers and were allowed to stream it. So I started playing a little bit of it and uh, do have plans to stream it sometime in the near future. It is gorgeous and has like little executions and stuff that you that are unique to every enemy and it's this gothic metroidvania you know uh style um it feels great and i don't know what it is how i've been programmed by this last year or two but i was assuming you were going to be delivering bad news (laughs) like the way you were building up i was like oh that sucks the guy died or something like (laughs) no i was i was just super surprised when it was like hey uh get your prototype prototype so you can play it kickstarted game causes homicidal tendencies to emerge (laughs) (laughs) um it's, How long is it? Did you get to the end? I did not get to the end, no. Uh, I have oh. only played a little bit of it because I want to stream it. Um, how, uh, how complete of a game uh, do you reckon it is? Like, the, in what way? How do you mean? Like, the prototype? So, how like, complete is that? Yeah, it, yeah, it's a prototype. Like, um, what... I, I am an, an ignorant layperson here, so I don't know what that means. As far I really as, like, have no idea. I'm I'm sure there's probably plenty of tweaking that they intend on doing. Um, mm-hmm. And it certainly doesn't it, like it, it's got probably less content than an early access game is my guess uh, compared okay. to what their intend intent is on, on release. But um, just to have early access to this prototype is super cool because I get to like get a feel for this thing that looked you know, it's promising enough for me to back it on Kickstarter. So yeah. uh, in a world where I am so used to waiting, I mean, at this point, I've talked about um, uh, Radio the Universe uh, before. Uh, Radio the Universe oh, yeah. was supposed to be delivered to me in like 2014 or 2013. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was then supposed to come out last year and it didn't. So I'm still waiting for Radio the Universe. Like, that's what I've gotten used to for Kickstarter games. So to get the prototype this early is fucking rad. It's seriously rad. And awesome. to actually see that promise that I uh, saw translated to actual control and, and gameplay uh, is great. It, it's always not like you can only get so much from seeing these Kickstarter trailers and like nothing's a sure thing so it's always a relief once you dive into it and you're like yep this this is exactly what i was looking for this is exactly what i wanted well hell yeah so it's uh, always nice to hear about anything good happening on kickstarter that's Uh, what i'm saying because i god i think it's been eight years 
since the first time I backed something on Kickstarter and it never, nothing ever came of it. Just lost that money forever. Um, I've only had one Kickstarter where I lost the money. And I, even then I didn't really lose the money. There was one part of the, the things that I was promised was not delivered, but I did get like three out of four things that were promised. You got a receipt. (laughs) (laughs) But I finally, uh, finally shook that fear and I backed something uh, last week. Oh really? What'd you back? Oh, Uh, mighty number nine, two. (laughs) Mighty number 10. Yeah, uh, it's actually uh, this thing called Dungeon Alchemist that it's being developed over in the UK, I believe. And it's basically a software that allows you to just kind of draw shapes and it automatically populates uh, like dungeon maps for tabletop games. Oh, cool. And then you can individually go in there with all of the things that it's pre-placed and resize them and change them or add. But you can basically just drag a square and it's like, all right, cool. Here's your house. Here's your dungeon. Here's whatever. It looks like it's going to be really fucking cool. Nice. Um, if, it if, it, if it doesn't deliver, I will literally never open a Kickstarter website ever <laughs> again. <laughs> um, many, many years ago, I owned the domain uh, cartographer.com without the the E. So cartographer.com. Uh, and uh, uh, I was inspired by the um, D&D campaign that I was in at the time to digitize our map and so i took some pictures of the map and then recreated it in adobe illustrator and uh then wrote code to slice it up to allow for varying zoom levels in a google maps uh format and Mm -hmm. uh, i was going to use cartographer to let gms uh create sessions basically on cartographer where uh, and they would upload their world map And uh, players could be invited to have certain edit capabilities so they could make notes for their character at each stop on the map so that you could follow the the session uh, path, basically, on on the world map. And players could make notes about, you know, things that that are specific to their character and that uh, like happen for their character, what their character was thinking to kind of help tell a story uh and especially since it's so difficult to get groups large groups of people together for D, it's great reference material where mm. you can then go back and reference okay what has happened so far you know unfortunately yeah. i i wrote functional code for it and and had the google map thing and landmarks and everything working for our session uh but uh ended up scrapping it because yeah. everyone, everyone died in a horrible plane accident. There are also just so many things out there today that can can do that. So resurrecting it wouldn't really be yeah no <laughs> wouldn't really be worth worthwhile use of your time. I think it does sound super sick though. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. love stuff like that. I mean, I have a I have a lifetime license to campaign cartographer and anything that I can get my hands on like that. I have a monthly subscription to incarnate, like all of these different things for map making and resources. Yeah. A lot of really cool services out there. Yeah. At the time there, were, uh, I couldn't find any really. Uh, and especially none that like, you know, we're all used to interacting with Google maps. So I figured since Google maps supported custom tiles, it would make sense to be able to bring that whole thing into 
into a Google Maps uh, environment. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, that's I literally when I run World of Darkness campaigns, since there's real world cognates for oh yeah everything, yeah. I, I literally just download a Google Maps like separate file, and you can just add landmarks and notes to it. May as well, right? Right. That's dope. Um, aside from that, uh, another Kickstarter that I backed finally delivered, uh, Cyanide and Happiness, uh, Freakpocalypse, uh, their point and click adventure came out on Thursday. Is it funny? I mean, it's Cyanide and Happiness. So yes, (laughs) they're always hilarious. Uh, I have not played a ton of that, uh, just yet either, uh, because I grabbed uh, torchlight three on sale on uh, the Nintendo switch and I've been playing torchlight three. How's that? Not as good as torchlight two. Yeah. Torchlight three. It's not great. Oh, that's what your reaction was. Yeah. Got it. I, I, I can't remember the exact story behind it, but basically what everyone seems to have told me is that they basically had to release an unfinished game. And uh, it shows. I've yeah. never played any of the Torchlight series. Torchlight never picked up. It. Torchlight picked up the torch, so to speak. Um, after, like, they filled a void left by uh, Diablo Two. So I Torchlight wish- came out in the vast space of time between Diablo Two and Diablo Three. And no one else was really doing dungeon crawlers like Diablo like dungeon crawlers and Torchlight scratched that itch and brought with it a lot of quality quality of life improvements like pets that you could load with unwanted items. So you're not filling your inventory all the time that you can send back to town to sell everything that you put in their inventory and then come back to you while you're still in the dungeon. Nice pets like with a Z at the end. Absolutely. Yeah, it didn't really scratch the itch in the same way that Diablo does for me. Like Torchlight was, I could only ever describe it as being very okay. I, I could never like fall in love with it. I loved Torchlight one and two. Um, three is okay so far. It seems a little aimless, uh, and I don't. I don't know. I don't really like the classes all that much, but. That's kind of a big deal in a game where your abilities are derived from your class choice. Yeah. How, how much was it on sale? 20 bucks. 50% off. Mm. So I was thinking about picking up uh, Minecraft dungeons. I wouldn't. <laughs> it's the same thing, right? Why don't you go outside <laughs> and throw a ball around with your friends or something? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> well, I've just been playing this shit out of Outer Worlds, so yeah, you enjoying that? Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's been a quite some times uh, time that I've played an FPS that I actually played longer than a day. This is I guess, several days. Speaking of Obsidian, um, the uh, uh, Microsoft acquisition of Zenimax finished this week. Mm-hmm. So that led to 20 Bethesda titles uh, hitting uh, Game Pass. Pass. Yeah. So Dishonored, Dishonored 2, uh, pretty much every Doom game, uh, all of the, well, Morrowind (laughs) on up of the Elder Scrolls games. Fallout, Prey. Yep. 
So you've played them all already. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's good games there that are worth revisiting mm-hmm. over and over again. Prey is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, Prey is amazing. Prey is great. Uh, the Doom. Uh, I'll always revisit a Doom game. Uh, I saw someone post something that cracked me up. The first game to be released post um, acquisition is Doom 3 exclusive to PlayStation VR. Does it have the, the, the duct tape fix? I honestly I have no idea. I imagine game, it would though. have to. It, I mean, it could be, but Doom VFR. I hate Doom VFR. Like it's well, it's not good. If they, if they would just do it with like you hold the controller, but then you have the immersive headset, like that would be fine. The, Absolutely, because then because it's creepy. You know, it's dark. But when they ask you to do the like the jump to the that is a nightmare. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> That is the one form of VR movement that I can't fucking stand. No, it's a, it's fuck that. Yeah. It will ruin it. it for me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what was that that one game that kept uh, chonking out on us? Blade and Sorcery or some shit like that? Yeah, I think... I can't remember, you can't remember what it was called anymore, but I think you're right. That game... We could not play at all. <laughs> it, it was, it all had, that was the closest I'd gotten to barfing in VR because of how sharp those frames were. Yeah, dude. Frame like, rate, when you lose frame like rate, sub-10. when you, you lose like sub-10 frames, when you lose frame rate in VR, that is like it. People say it's uh, your equilibrium and locomotion and, and stuff like that. And so you get barfy when you can't feel like you're moving, but you're actually moving. And that's why they have things like teleport and lock turns and shit like that. But man, all it takes is a fucking frame rate stutter. Like, cause none of that, Ooh. that smooth motion walking without actually feeling like I'm walking. None of that gets me sick. What gets me sick is when the shit starts stuttering. You start losing frames and it's like, oh, whoa, hold on. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was after the first couple hours that I played Phasmophobia with the smooth movement on. Like, I finally got used to it and it was great from then on. I, I couldn't imagine trying to play that teleporting or with the, uh, like, 15 degree, like, fixed turn angles or something like that. Yeah. I think I could do it. <laughs> uh, Robo Recall has teleporting, um, but you're not doing it all the time. Basically you're teleporting from objective to objective and standing there for a bit, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Which isn't terrible. In Doom, it's like they, you constantly they have to teleport to avoid being shot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, uh they actually uh allow you to telefrag. So you can teleport onto a damaged enemy and explode them. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that should just be a feature in the base game. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a silver lining at best, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only part of that movement that's good is the fact that maybe you'll telefrag something. Yep. Yeah. Like Skyrim, it was like, okay, you know, if you're just exploring, it's still annoying. But like a Twitch game like Doom, like it just would be, it's impossible. I don't understand why they even thought it was a good idea to release it like that. Yeah. Yeah, what were the three? Didn't they do Fallout VR as well? I don't think so. I thought they did Fallout 4 VR, Skyrim VR, and Doom VFR. No I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fallout 4 VR. Oh, wow. 
That I could see as being maybe interesting if Fallout 4 was more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll say yes. the same thing I always say. Bethesda makes good empty soulless shells that people can make into good games, but that's about it. So I do Without a search mods, for nothing. Fallout VR and a couple of the... There are... <laughs> there are two videos from the same channel one released january 11th 2018 titled fallout 4 vr is an absolute nightmare this is why the second one was released march 29th 2018 from the same channel titled fallout 4 vr is not an absolute nightmare this is why (laughs) video includes paid promotion (laughs) (laughs) yeah right Todd Howard gave me a reach around, and now I am making a new video. Pedro <laughs> just went down to the truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I like that we can have all this body talk now that Tyler isn't here. <laughs> And if you call Peter wholesome, he might get so angry he will come join the episode to yell at you. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to talk about Winkies around Tyler. The topless robot masculinity hour will be right back. <laughs> Listen yeah, to four weird. guys of varying sexual deviance talk about their genitals for an hour. Look at your screen. These four men you see, obviously the peak image of masculinity. <laughs> Chad, 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 Chad. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about my Chad garden. You know, one of my favorite things and really why I paint my nails is these just look so nice and pretty wrapped around my dick. Yeah, man. (laughs) I can't wait to see you punch someone in the face. (laughs) Your nails are going to look so good with those busted knuckles. We're not wholesome, but we're sure into some holes. Are you sick of looking like a sweaty lump of flesh when you a sweaty, pathetic lump of flesh when you masturbate? Here are some tips to to pretty yourself up for your own enjoyment. Get a manicure. Remove the mirrors from your house. (laughs) Take a heroic dose of anything and then sit back. (laughs) Go to bed. (laughs) Become a Franciscan monk. (laughs) Then you'll really look like a dickhead. (laughs) The transformation is complete. You will then become a full penis. Shave your head, wear a turtleneck. <laughs> um, trying to think what else has been going on this week. Uh, I have started a uh, venture that I am ashamed to admit I have not done to this point in my life. You got a barbed wire tattoo. Oh, Lord, no. Oh Lord! Well, that's more in the realm of feasibility than a fucking barbed wire tattoo. You you started taking showers. Permanent makeup. Uh, I started watching the Star Trek movies. 
Oh, you haven't watched the... Oh, 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 you should have led with this today. <laughs> could have skipped all that gutter speak for something far more intellectual early. How much time do we have? <laughs> um, I have never watched... The only Star, uh, Star Trek movies that I have ever seen are Generations, Nemesis... The good ones. And I think that's actually <laughs> it. I love how awful... Oh, in first contact. The, the TNG. For some of the. Okay, yeah. All right. I am right. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so I started with uh, Star Trek 1. And. Uh, Star Trek, the motion picture. Yes. Um, Star Trek, the screensaver. I realized it's actually been a very funny experience because I realized about halfway through that I've seen this Futurama episode. Because the Futurama episode is better than the the <laughs> Futurama the, the Futurama episode is the V Jiny the the um, satellites the military satellite which uh, collided with a V uh, chip uh, satellite and went off into space and became sentient and went off on a censoring spree uh, censoring the universe to everything that it thought was bad. And uh, sure enough, we get uh, 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 V'ger. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> this yep. is a Futurama episode. Yep. Uh, I actually have, I actually have um, uh, a vintage poster of that first movie that uh, Danny got me from Hollywood a couple of years ago. Nice. I would turn, the, turn the, the camera to see it, but it's not that cool. Also, your camera is frozen, so... Oh, is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> he was frozen for me. He's not anymore. He's frozen yeah. for me. That means he's frozen for everyone else. No, oh, he's not well. frozen for me anymore. No, I mean, that means he's frozen for everyone else who's watching the stream. Oh. <laughs> so, so nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for your eyes only. There we go. So, um... And then I st- I started watching Wrath of Khan, uh, but fell asleep. So I have to uh, continue on with Wrath of Khan. Or director's cut. Original, I think. I'm pretty sure it's the original. Okay. So there are a couple of extra scenes that kind of I want to say that the, that the theatrical doesn't make sense, but it kind of fills in a couple of weird things. Jasmine's just trying to get us to to Star Trek Four, her favorite. Uh, Star Trek Four fucking kicks ass. All 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 of the even numbered ones are good. Two's great, four is fantastic, and six is probably the best of uh, the class, the TOS crew Star Trek movies, in my opinion. Wrath of Khan is great, but like, um, I gotta be honest, as someone who's seen zero of these movies, hearing that the sixth one might be the best is really impressive. Yeah, right. <laughs> That one is a is a murder mystery in space. I can see that being interesting. Um, mm-hmm. it, it to me, I find it uh, interesting that. Uh, so the first movie came out like ten years after TOS was mm-hmm. off the air. It was supposed to kick off phase two of that show. Yeah, and like. <laughs> then has this long successful run of films, which is rare, you know? Well, I mean, Star Trek one, three and five, 
you know, or it should have it should have died with those ones. <laughs> but I, they're awful. I they're was so bad. I was never a big TOS fan. Uh, I was a big TNG fan. Mm. And when so that's why Fairweather Trekkers, the first or one, a, a, a Trekker with taste. Yeah. I mean, nah, man. you want to try and tell me that Picard wouldn't mop the fucking floor with Kirk? Yeah. Why, why is it always this? This is like the the thing that people. Uh, all, all the characters. It's like War, it's like, Data, Jordy. Yeah, dude. Uh, Jordy hosted uh, Reading Reich, Rainbow Riker. for fuck's sake. Jordy Jordy taught generations of children to read. No, yeah. Burton taught generations of people <laughs> how to read. No, he's Jordy with his eyes fixed. Yeah, yeah. So it's not Jordy. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you telling me that when Jordy gets his eyes fixed, uh, canonically, that's not Jordy? No, because then it's Jordy with still cybernetic implants. But, it's Le- and LeVar Burton with uh, no visor and stubble? Damn. I'm just saying that, that Jordy was born in the 24th century, <laughs> according to the show, and Reading Rainbow took place in the 20th century. So you uh, think. They and travel it, back d- in time all the time. They traveled back I was to say, find the guy from Babe who discovered the warp drive. Time well, travel, yeah, time travel in, is canon. That was, that's still in the future. The and farmer that's, from oh, Babe invented warp drive. Look, what? Yeah, look, Zephyr look. Cochran invented warp drive. You're However, saying just because there are things that have to happen before we can get to that. You're saying that just because they only traveled back to this point and that that point that they traveled back to is in the future. That like that the sheer fact that time travel exists in this universe means that there's no hard limit on how far back they can go. Yeah, but also, what would the the motivation or the the point be? To teach Jesus. generations of children to read. Yeah, Brooks, yeah, take a look. Are doing it's that. in a book. It's reading Fucking rainbow. Brooks. I taught myself how to read, guys. So I don't know. I, I don't know what, what what this having to, needing some kind of crutch from the future. <laughs> it just proves how weak your minds are. Levar Burton also <laughs> taught me that I was colorblind. I learned that I was colorblind when I was seven years old watching an episode of Reading Rainbow. Did you yeah, uh, put a uh, hair Burton was white this whole time. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. You're talking to Brooks. He was literally born with a book in his hand. Like, <laughs> he's just he's that much better than us. He's superior intellect. <laughs> books. It was two books. It was <laughs> and punishment. <laughs> oh man. God, I, I just imagine I just imagine you being born and your mom going, What? You couldn't have come out with some young adult novels. You gotta come out with these big fucking books and make life worth worse for me. Yeah, I was a C section baby, so <laughs> And now uh, we yes. know why. Oh, I thought it was a nonfiction section, baby. <laughs> you're, a, uh, you're a fellow excise tumor, Chad, like myself. Yeah, and and me as well. Oh uh, yes. Parasites to have been removed from the host. <laughs> Not me. I've been pushed out of a vagina. It's been happening the rest of my life. <laughs> wow. So, uh, um, to, to to go back to your the, the, this TOS TNG who's better debate. I mean, oh. half of the half of the TOS characters interact with the TNG crew, so it's not like it's not like there aren't episodes proving that everyone is good at their job. Sure. 
That that's like, very like true. relics. Um with Scotty and 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 Jordy in the same in the same room, you have the yeah. weird two parter with Spock where they're uh, undercover people. But, I like the one where uh, Scott or Jordy falls in love with the uh, the hologram of the chick who like revolutionized warp travel. Oh Most. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, uh, but the argument for me is the better writing is on TNG. Oh yeah. And acting, and, and acting, characters. absolutely, and acting, and and yeah. more uh, d- uh, deeper characters, yeah. TOS TOS is a horror show in space. Yes, uh, but with with a um, with a hey now everyone uh, spin on it because individually every one of those incidences are horrible life scarring things that you know. Uh, if the if the TNG crew had to deal with that much fucked up shit all the time, it'd probably be on edge too. It probably be, be led to drink. No, 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 because every episode is like, you know, and that's why we in the future have decided that to put this thing behind us, which is you know how we get out of this problem when we find out that the problem is sentient and its feelings must be considered. Um, <laughs> not blasted, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was going to say. It probably Star Trek rules. That's what you're going to say. <laughs> probably had something to do with Tashi Yar. Um, the uh, but yeah. So because I was a TNG fan uh, more than TOS, the first Star Trek movie I ever saw was Generations, and I saw it in the theater. Oh, bummer. That's a terrible movie. I loved it. The theme slaps, though. I, I the theme for, thoroughly for enjoyed uh, Data with Emotions. Oh, yeah, it was... You mean lore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the one thing that, that I was... You know, uh, nit- let, me, let me nitpick as as a Star Trek fan. So they had that, that emotion chip for, for Data already in the show. And it was like this big it was like super tiny and then in generations it's the size of like a big checks piece <laughs> continuity i mean at least he still had his cat though and he got his cat out at the end of generations spot <laughs> cry <laughs> so yeah that is a um an adventure upon which i will be Regularly embarking, I will report back every week. You're you're gonna love how bad three is. Really? You know who the bad guy is in that one? Who? Christopher Lloyd. Oh, really? Awesome. Eh. Eh. <laughs> 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 but it's all worth it because four kicks ass. I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Marty, we've uh, got it, to go back to space. You know, this uh uh this this time travel thing we were talking about with LeVar Burton's only to get more complicated. <laughs> uh, with that, um, yeah, yeah. Also, post-it note when you get to four, talking about how irresponsible it is to bring somebody from the past to the future. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. All right, back to the Topless Robot Podcast, as if we didn't alienate our viewers enough already. Hey, come on, at least one person out there watches Star Trek. 
<laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, we are a nerd podcast. <laughs> I yeah. know, I know. Yeah. I have, been, I have been made to watch one episode of Star Trek by a co-worker that I hated, and I've never watched another episode of Star Trek ever <laughs> again in my life. Original series <laughs> or Next Generation? Uh, or it was the original series. Uh, it was Deep Space Died. It was actually, it, it was a time-traveling episode of all things, where someone gets thrown back in time and forgets who he is, I think. Something like that. Oh, oh, oh that one is um, uh, City, on the, City on the Edge of Forever. That one's actually really good. <laughs> very quick, very quick response to Brooks. But I, uh, I was made it's to watch classic. it by somebody who wanted to act out scenes from it while it was on, and I wanted to choke him. Oh, Lord, no. At least it wasn't one of the like, musical holodeck episodes, and he was singing. Well, <laughs> he probably liked those two. Ryan, you know who it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> did, yep. Did, did it, did, yep. Did I know exactly of, who it was. Of the weird archway thing they had to jump through to do this, that whole thing? Do you know? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they weren't a big Star Trek fan. They were a big fan of getting attention for liking acting. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, I mean, the acting in that episode is not great, so. <laughs> they weren't a good actor either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, point is, I'm never watching Star Trek ever again. Just had to get that out there. <laughs> um. I would say uh, that Next Generation is worth watching, but uh, Voyager is not. Enterprise is not. Well, Voyager is okay. Uh, Enterprise is not. Discovery is not. Tongue, sir. What? Voyager. Voyager kicks ass. Voyager. Yeah. No, no, no. My brain was first going to say uh, Deep Space Nine uh, because I hate Deep Space Space Nine. Sucks. It's trash. Um, But there there is a worse show now. But I remember uh, when Voyager debuted, and I am definitely a Janeway stan. But um, the uh, like everything else, I really wanted to like Enterprise because I like Scott Bakula, but mostly because I like saying Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. But. Spatula. It was Trek. not. Back to Scott Bakula. It was not good, and now we're on Action Trek with Discovery. So, well, uh, Enterprise is is fantastic. I, I I do not know what you're talking about. How, and how how deep did you get into it? I honestly can't even remember. I watched oh, okay, it when well, it came out. Brooks, have you watched the Lower Decks? Uh, not yet. I've been I've been being pouty about watching it. I'm not gonna lie there. I don't. <laughs> it's Star Trek finally. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, I mean, it's a spotless track record. They're gonna mess it up. <laughs> it's anything from spotless, but you know, it's just you know, like I don't, I don't want to watch action track. That's why, like, some of the later movies are like are bad, like the purple space bazooka in Star Trek Insurrection. I enjoyed the. First of the J.J. Abrams movie. <laughs> I enjoyed the first of the J.J. Abrams treks, uh, oh. and that I would argue is is like kind of the birth of action trek uh, in I, in the I same like vein as Discovery. But I like yeah. those movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like there, I I think I think dude, those movies are were a great like gateway drug for some people to kind of. Uh, Check out the Star Trek thing. All the and realize talking about. that there's not a single Star Trek that's even remotely like what they just watched. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, I mean, Ryan, you have plenty of movies to watch still that you haven't seen. That's true. Uh, you will see where Action Trek came from, and it is not the J.J. Abrams ones. Oh, really? Uh, first Contact it was like is like the first like this is an action Star Trek movie because Picard like does a bunch of really interesting things. I'm just it's been a while it since I've seen First Contact, so I can't really remember yeah, that. But there's that whole scene where he, he has the Tommy gun in the holodeck and is uh, like gunning yeah, down. Yeah, but I wouldn't call I wouldn't call that action Trek. Like he kills, he fucks, he's John Luke Picard. Yeah. <laughs> the G- he does he's like swinging from like from like hanging like cables and like you know he's got that whole like at the end of an action movie he, you know the guy's wearing a tank top or some shit if that's action track then we need to come up with another name for the jj abrams ones and uh, i would craction track i, I would Star i would Trek almost crack i would almost call it like michael bay trek because uh, uh, fa- fast food trick fast food trick. <laughs> okay no, yeah honestly yeah yeah, yeah. Be- because it it looks like a meal um but it doesn't have the same nutritional content <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair and you will hate yourself after eating it <laughs> yeah. well, af- after eating more than you should so watching all yeah. three in a row <laughs> That second one was dog God, what shit. did I do? Yeah, the second one was uh, Into Darkness, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, with, yeah, uh, with, with Benedict, uh, Benedict Cam- <laughs> Crambly Pants as uh, Khan. Yeah, and then Beyond is the third one, I, th- I think. That one was great. I, I don't think, one. I did not they see Beyond. Just let Simon Pegg be in charge of the series, and that's all that I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. What did you guys do over the past week? I started a new job. How'd that go? It's weird, man. Um, it's weird. I haven't worked in an office in like seven years and, uh, now I'm thrust into one and, uh, I'm the, I'm, I'm the weird new guy. Cause like I put my band experience on my resume uh, Why? <laughs> what? You can do that? <laughs> yeah, because it's ma- it's management experience. Mm-hmm. Like like I, I manage fair. the ganders. That's fair. Uh, if I was, if I, your if, resume is just how well you can lie about the things that you've done. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, I mean, like I, I, it was a lot of work. <laughs> so, um, so my my boss, you know, the the uh, who interviewed me, was like excited and told everyone about that stuff about me and so now i have to like and i've had to answer a bunch of dumb questions and you know i'm just like i'm just trying to work guys and they're like you're so we're not worthy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i haven't had anyone come up to me come up to me and see like i would love to see one of your concerts I uh, uh, got sing a, me a song now. <laughs> I I got a job once where um, they Googled me after the interview and found mm-hmm. my YouTube channel uh, where I was, uh, and this was in 20, 2011 or twenty twelve, yeah. and I had posted a couple of bass playing videos where I was like, "Hi, uh, I'm Ryan Shrimp. I'm the bass player for Sparklefuck, and this is whatever." And uh, so they found those videos and uh, hired me after that. And wow. because apparently um, another of the uh, guys who worked there was a bass player as well uh, with 
a band that got moderately famous, like they were signed to Roadrunner Records. And mm. uh, um, they got a kick out of the name Sparklefuck. And uh, so they, they hired me. You got that bass player nepotism, brother. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Someone has to give you attention. It might as well be another bass player. <laughs> Look, he's a bass player. He's already got the short end of the stick. We, we may as well, you know, make sure that he can feed himself. For just pennies a day, you can adopt, you can virtually adopt a bass player. And it, you know, and you get a, a picture of you like in an alley playing a broken bass, you know, in like dirty clothes. For the price of a cup of coffee every month. No, you you have to play the you, you have to play a bass version of in the of that Sarah McLaughlin song. <laughs> <laughs> very close (laughs) i mean considering i don't actually know what i'm playing i'm just that was a pretty good (laughs) um boy you know if tyler were here we wouldn't be having this much fun would we no definitely (laughs) not (laughs) so um how how is this? I mean, obviously, it's different in a lot of ways uh, from your last job. But like, how are you adapting? How are you feeling on with the new stiff? Well, there isn't there hasn't been any training program, and uh, it took two days for me to finally hear someone describe my job to me in a way that made sense. <laughs> uh, that sounds like, hopeful. Because like, like I've, I've I've had so many acronyms thrown at me. Uh, in the last, you know, I started on Thursday. Uh, so Thursday and Friday, I just, it's like someone just came in, like dumped a bucket of like random Scrabble tiles over me and says, memorize these by Monday. Um, oh, yes. The American education system. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, finally, it took, um, it took my, our, so our, our CEO uh, hangs out in the office, which is kind of cool. Um and he was he brought in a doctor we we're hiring uh, that I'm that we're gonna be working with, and was like, yeah, these are our PCCs. Oh, they're basically virtual medical assistants. And I'm like, finally, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Just a straight answer for once. <laughs> uh, also, I uh, I fixed a broken like door on a bathroom. Um, because like someone was showing me like oh this is this bathroom door is busted like here's the trick to making sure it locks and so i just like found a screwdriver and was like hang on a second this will take two minutes <laughs> oh no it gets it gets crazier um so that's how i met gary uh our ceo because uh i fixed the door not a big deal Right. I hear people talking about it down the hall and then Gary comes up to me and hands me a visa gift card and introduces himself. And he says, you know, I've had two people look at that door. <laughs> y- yeah, what the fuck? Ex- exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly. how you became the coolest guy in the office. <laughs> <laughs> do you work in, on a, in <laughs> do, you, do you work on a medical sitcom set? What? I, I can't do you, you right. Do you work on a medical sitcom set? <laughs> I, I must. I must. No, because like I, I found a screwdriver in the men's room, right? I, I, I go to this 
Was there like light shining on it? It's like a quest <laughs> item. <laughs> well, yeah. Was it flashing? Was it highlighted on the uh, on the pre-rendered background? No, but as as soon as I as soon as I saw it, I saw in, the, in my peripheral vision now saving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's it's been weird. I they haven't really had a lot of time to train me, train me. So I sat with every person in every department on Friday. I hung out with the medical storeroom person. I'm never going to have to work in that, that room <laughs> ever. But they're now just, I know. They're just shuffling you around because they don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> All right, it's your turn to babysit the new hire. And that's what you get for putting banned stuff on your resume. You're like, this guy's useless. <laughs> No way, man. I know where we keep all like six varieties of catheters from a particular company. Mr. Wilson, in your time as a uh, frontman for a band, what would you say you learned? How to take my shirt off while singing. <laughs> <laughs> my pants. <laughs> while keeping my shoes on. Sometimes. 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 And now, now, now I work, work a nine to five in an office. Wild. I think that's the story arc of a lot of people who've been in bands. Yeah. 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 There's either your story arc or my story arc. Yep. <laughs> Man, I live at home with my parents. I'm unemployed. <laughs> well, and I mean, you're a bartender. Right. And a mind mender. And still in a band. True. Yeah. It's going great. <laughs> Yeah, you are also uh, a truck stop blowjob expert. (laughs) Loves flying J, pilot, you name it. And uh, (laughs) you released uh, yet another uh, not actual video for uh, Donuts in the Rain uh, this past week. Yes, it's just a lyric video. (laughs) It's not the actual video yet. Is it just real-time donuts in the rain? (laughs) You should have just waited for it to rain and just filmed donuts in the rain. I would have waited a long time. (laughs) What are you talking about? It rained this week. Yeah, no one knew that. (laughs) I should have, though. Damn it. This is why you got to keep donuts on you at all times. Yeah, well, that'd be bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah you, I, that's the problem is I can't keep donuts on me at all times. I get eaten. You have you have so far released uh, two uh, not the official videos for uh, Donuts in the Rain. The official video is coming out uh, on the twenty something twenty eighth, and it's permitting. actually being debuted by this uh, uh, website that plays exclusively hardcore and like metal. It's a hardcore like metal blog. So uh, they're that'll be uh, interesting. The who, yeah, they're the ones who wanted to uh, do the premiere of it. So that it will be interesting how that goes. There's going to be but, a lot uh, of comments. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really curious because like, people who like love hardcore music and so much so that they uh, frequent the blog about hardcore music pretty much have strong opinions about their, right. their music. So I'm. Definitely curious to see how that's gonna go. Because <laughs> it's not not a heavy song, but it's not like a it's not it's. I mean, it's a it's a snail mail song also. So it's, yeah, I'm it's, really curious. It's but heavy. Requested but, it. Yeah. We had a bunch of blogs that we sent it out to, and they requested to to do the premiere of it. So 
Hey, we'll see. We'll see. And even if it makes a bunch of shitheads who follow their website saying nasty stuff about you, that's still more attention that's drawn to your snail maiden music. <laughs> that's that's right, true, mom. <laughs> no press is bad press, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're it's still to say it, but sometimes it's fucking right. <laughs> You're still my little rock star. <laughs> They might have called you a cuck, but I think you're a sweetheart. (laughs) Son, you'll always be famous for me. Remember what those mean men online say? You're still number one in my heart. (laughs) You know what? Ever since you started working as a dishwasher, famous Dave, you're always going to be famous. Yes, my little superstar. You know what? You're you're on the Billboard Top 40 of my heart. You're not number one. You're not number one. That will always belong to Careless Whisper. But you're up there on the on the Billboard Top 40 pop, top top of the pops uh, hits maybe had, uh, for maybe my had heart. Surgery. Um, she was had to get uh, spayed finally because she hadn't been spayed before, and they found out that her uterus was uh, it's called like hydro mitosis or something and so she, her like routine surgery ended up being like this super ordeal so now she has this giant like scar on her tummy and it was like it turned into this big big thing holy crap how's she but doing it's good that we got it out of her she's doing great now that's good yeah she certainly it seems to be- still have some fight in her <laughs> yeah it ended up being really expensive too <laughs> yeah i bet that sucks well, your your cat thinks that you're a rock star, Kalen. That's yeah, right. yeah. You know what? Yeah, your yeah. cat thinks that you are the Danzig of this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? Yeah, so my the, the the lyric video we just put out. I went to a Star Wars opening crawl generator website and I like screen captured <laughs> my I input my lyrics into it and I screen captured it and then I applied a bunch of filters to it so it like. Because I couldn't figure out how to like make the text do that on its own, so I like had to use a Star Wars opening crawl font generator. That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out though. It did work. I once, yeah. I once bought a font pack back in two thousand and eight for the T two font, so I could yeah. do college college my college papers in in that. <laughs> Community College was a blast, guys. <laughs> yeah, a blaster. <laughs> Is it, Caitlin, all the DIY stuff you've done, you're still not an expert in kinetic typo- the typography yet? You can't, like, do your own lyric videos that way? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the bouncy ball. I don't know. <laughs> in the 70s, that's mind-blowing to me. Yeah, right. You should, you, should, you should release a lyric video for an instrumental song. Oh, that'd be so funny. That would be pretty funny. Uh, or do like uh, my friends uh, in Direct Hit did, where they had to do a lyric video uh, for their song uh, Stinkers oh, and Reese's, I think. One. Yeah. Where yeah, it, was funny. all they did was uh, they're like, you know, our label said that we needed to make a lyric video. So we took all the money that they gave us and we bought, uh, you know, like a hundred uh, bratwursts and we're going to eat them all right now. And so it's a video that sure has lyrics on the screen, but they're not the lyrics that go with the song, but they still fit the song while the entire band just like speed eats bratwurst. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I had some weird ideas for some Gander's music videos that they just weren't going to make any sense at all. It's going to be like, 
like one of us doing sit-ups superimposed into the Grand Canyon for like hurting a hop or some shit. So like <laughs> just to like fu- just just to like fuck with people. That's Never funny. happened. And then, the, and then the band died. Yep. I'm writing. I'm writing and these down. Grand Canyon to film it, and then they fell in, Brooks. What other What other video ideas did you have? <laughs> Please tell me. You should do a real time video of someone making funnel cakes in Hold a on. funeral home. Real time. Funnel cakes, you say? In a funeral home. In a funeral home, you say? Yes. <laughs> we just uh, spin the Gander's music video wheel. <laughs> All right. You have two dartboards. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, donuts in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like uh, South Park's um, uh, Family Guy manatee uh, coming up with the the jokes uh, oh. with the balls in the tank. Yeah. Yo. Okay. So, so, so real time, real time. Rain, you know, donuts left out in the rain, but you make it risque by putting all those donuts on like a dildo or something. You just stand it up like a stack. And but it time lapse it. Yeah, it time lapse mm-hmm. very like just slow motion shot for a few minutes. You just see the raindrops coming down, and then, then you speed through it all the way to the end. <laughs> <laughs> and as the donuts dissolve, you just like, see, like, see you it's see a dong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be funny because you don't know that it's a cock. Yep. <laughs> until the end. You got it, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, so uh that reminds me south park uh had their their special their second quarantine special uh this week which was very funny uh and they spelled uh south park with a q p-a-r-q hmm yeah like avenue q right yeah more like QAnon oh, oh it's not Quiznos <laughs> we got those subs <laughs> I liked the uh, the cor- the first one the quarantine yeah yeah the, the quarantine special. special yeah or the pandemic special yeah yeah that was a good one so I'll have to watch um, this new one the new one is uh, very good as well as you'd expect uh, and they take a good old stab at Q uh, QAnon and I don't uh, know how they can even come up with jokes for that. I mean, it's a super serious thing. Like, how do you make fun of something so noble and foolproof? Because some jokes write themselves. That's some jokes, right? They don't even have to try. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> it's just it's just like a live like a live uh, live stream of someone's Q you know right? it's, it's, Q information it's like when with like the Scientology one that you basically just read what the fucking like scripture yeah. said yeah. or the Mormon one too they're like he came from the mountain yeah dum, they, dum, they dum. have the the fucking <laughs> subtitles at the bottom say they actually believe this that's exactly what I was gonna say someone someone said I, I was waiting the whole episode for some the, the subtitles to just say this is actually what QAnon believes yeah right yep. <laughs> yeah uh, no spoilers but uh, I will say uh, remember in the South Park universe uh, there Donald Trump was Mr. Garrison mm-hmm. and Mr. Garrison comes back so well yep why so is it like 
Is it like that last Star Wars movie? Is there a clone? Return of the Garrison? No, 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 no. The Last Jedi, when they have the clone of Emperor Palpatine. Attack of the Garrison? Was he, was he a clone? I, I don't know. He I don't think they, I was going to say, I don't remember like them saying he was a clone. Or, or I'm sorry, it's, uh, those Snoke dudes, uh, I think, are the clones. Because they show them in The Mandalorian. I get none of this. Yeah, I get none of this <laughs> as well. I watched it all, and I don't remember. I don't. I'm not piecing it together. Well, I tried. <laughs> maybe the maybe I'm not smart enough for all the subtext they're throwing at me in the last. <laughs> well, like we were talking about, you were not born with two books, so you could never understand the jokes he makes. It's true. It's yeah. true. Brooks is just books with an R. Well, I mean, there's a reason that his Instagram handle is Books Wilson. Mm, I didn't know. Because he's a fucking nerd. Maybe I should follow you. That sounds super interesting. (laughs) 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 Follow me for more and sometimes the fast food I order. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, what games have uh, you guys been playing this week? Uh, the Powder Worlds. Oh, yeah. Well, that we know. Yeah. Oh, the Outer Worlds. Got it. <laughs> I, 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 was like, I was like, is that like a cocaine game or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he didn't say powder. He said powder. Oh, like. I'm pouting. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? About <laughs> Star Trek. How about you, Dan? What have you been playing? <laughs> Same shit as every week, baby. Nothing ever changes. Oh, Neo? <laughs> no. I, I still own Neo 2. I still have to buy Neo 2. I'm going to do it when I have money. Um, Phasmo. Yeah. Always. Every like every couple days. And then Factorio, which is another game that is difficult to talk about because it's literally just automating manufacturing the game i have been wanting to get factorio for a long time uh because it looks like a lot of fun and you something that you will fucking yeah yeah so if you're not willing to invest a lot of time in it don't get it well i mean i'm willing to invest a lot of time into something that that fucking drags me in and makes me want to invest a lot of time in it and factorio looks like one of those okay I'm never Factorio sure. It's going to break into your house and tie you to a chair. Take I, a I picture assume... of you with today's newspaper. Send it to your, your friends. For a lot of people, it's probably kind of tedious. So I don't know uh, who would like it and who wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I'm super. I I don't know what it is. It's just like the whole upgrading and automating, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like there's no real payoff that except so unappealing to me <laughs> yeah there's no real payoff because all it is is like <laughs> taking processes that you started the game doing manually and automating them and then like getting enough to upgrade the automations that you did to make them more efficient and uh, you know things like that like i the payout is the payout is usually uh how ridiculous can you make your creation so that you can maximize the speed at which you make the local population on that planet go extinct? (laughs) (laughs) It's basically a game about crash landing on a planet full of insect life forms 
and committing genocide so you can build big factories. You play the bad guys from Oddworld. Yes. You play yeah. the mo- <laughs> Except you don't eat them. You just build trains that have laser cannons on them and have them drive by their homes. <laughs> you are the Wenslers. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's how Pikmin should have gone, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. How about you, the more Cameron? realistic direction. What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing Dark Souls One, the remaster. Still, um, I was I was gonna move on to Dark Souls Two, but then I got I beat Dark Souls One and I beat all the DLC and I killed everything. And then I started New Game Plus and I was like, ah, I don't want to play this again. And then all of a sudden, I'm halfway through hey, New Game Plus. I've said this over and over again. Your new game play, your new game plus playthrough in all of the Souls games is the it's best a, playthrough. It is. It's like, oh, I know where to go. It's easier, but it's also like there's still challenge. Like, but it, yeah, it's and you get to play the the whole game with the build you want instead of like the first half of the game being well, I just kind of have to use this sword because that's right, all I have. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's almost like compared to the progress of a first playthrough, it's like a speed run. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's fun. It's and I'm not. I can still die plenty, but I'm not. But I'm still op, like op enough to where it's yeah. I feel a sense of control instead of like <laughs> yeah, just walking around with my shield up. I, fuck, I fucking love Dark Souls too. So hopefully, when you get around to that, you enjoy it do, as much as I do. I do too. Dark Souls two was the first Dark Souls I ever beat back in the day. And oh, okay. So uh, I'm looking forward to starting again. My little brother just started it. Uh, he did Dark Souls 3 first, and then Dark Souls 1, and now he's on Dark Souls 2. Um, so I'm really excited to get back into it again. It's so good. <laughs> it's almost no one's favorite game, but I loved it. I, I still, to this day, don't know why everybody shits on Dark Souls 2 so much. Yeah. It's nowhere near as broken as Dark Souls 1. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they did the Fo- Scholar of the First Sin thing, which like just made it like 10 times harder. So That's the way to play it, as far as I'm concerned. All of it- those... I mean, I get some of the criticism of basically all they did was put a bunch of enemies everywhere. <laughs> it is like I was watching my brother start the game and uh, in Dark Scholars of the First Sin, and I was like, I was like, oh, 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 God, like this is. <laughs> but Dark Souls, baby. Dark Souls. <laughs> More like dork souls, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Punish me, souls, daddy. Punish me. Um, I have been playing uh, Super Mario 3D World uh, still. Uh, I have 100%ed everything. Three, I'm on the, the star levels, which are much more difficult. The post-game content, kind of. Um, but hundred percent it so far, I think I've got three levels left, something like that. Um, well, you probably would be done already if you were a toad main, you'd have just gotten to the game <laughs> that much faster. Uh, since I got to the star levels, I am now playing as Rosalina. Did you get any farther in uh, loop hero? Uh, I have not played any more loop hero this week. Um, I, uh, will probably be picking it back up. Um, after I beat, uh, Super Mario, Super Mario 3D World. Nice. Because, like, I find myself sitting at my computer playing a game so infrequently. So, uh, it's one of those, like, I have to cut out time for it. And, Can't and you just stream it onto your device? 
I don't th- I don't think the controls will translate because it doesn't support um oh, so if you str- if you do the, like the the GeForce Now or whatever it is that streams you it doesn't support touch screen cuz there's no mouse. It might. I'm not really sure. Cuz that's a point. That's like a, a lot of clicking game. Yeah. Loop Hero. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like you said there's no uh there's no controller uh, support. Controller support. Yeah. Um, it's one that I definitely want to uh, get back into, though, because it's super interesting. Like, I, I find uh, games like that to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's almost like has the same sort of progression as like a Sim City kind of thing, except you're it's Sim Adventure, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just fun. Uh, it's it's Sim City if it was an adventure roguelike. So. It's tight. Yeah. Radical. Cool. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how about uh, <laughs> in video game news, I guess, uh, I was reading about uh, Roblox going public and like oh, yeah, that's being right. the most valuable thing in the world. All Roblox, this yeah. Roblox had its IPO. Uh, I bought um, uh, some Roblox shares uh, and it's not, I mean, it didn't have a monumental IPO. Um, it was initially, so they did a direct listing uh, in order to get an initial uh, offering value and that initial offering price was like $45 a share. And on day one, they spiked to 72 and then came back down. And uh, it's going to be a little bit before they really like steady out. Um, I can't remember what they ended the week at, but uh, it's definitely one to watch because Roblox is an extremely popular thing. I don't understand it. But I am old. It's because you're not a Zoomer. Yeah. <laughs> so Roblox is at $69.84 a share right now. Damn. A lot. Yeah, but it has... I have lost $2.58 on it. Well, you got to use the Roblox chain. <laughs> That's it! I'm done! Stop laughing! <laughs> oh, <blockchain. laughs>